Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Lauren's podcast. Tonight is Wednesday, February 28th, 2018. Uh, it's a little after 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, the call room has now been muted. Callers, the chat room does remain open. If you have questions, you can chat among yourselves. Whenever I'm in personal commentary or interview, I uh, don't engage with either chat nor call uh, for distraction purposes at the command. Uh, callers, all you have to do is star eight on your phone. I'll open you up for Q&A, questions and answers. Chatters, go ahead and just type your question in. And um, with that being saying, uh, let's go ahead, as we like to say in show business, guys, let's uh, go ahead and get the show on the road. Hi, good evening. Welcome to Lauren's podcast. Tonight is February 28th, 2018. We're going to commence with our last day of February, celebrating and honoring African American History Month, Black History Month. We have covered many diverse topics in the past year, and even more to be covered. Our active activism part tonight is writing our one-page human stain letter to our president present president, Donald Trump. As you all probably heard on Fox News this evening, the FISA court is under investigation. Many Americans are being illegally surveilled without proper investigative measures of one of the most secretive yet highest courts in our nation. With High corruption, little oversight. This program is on the onside of being exposed. We must continue as soldiers in this army crimes against humanity. Good evening, New Jack, targeted individual. Everyone, um, I don't know if you watched Fox News today, and that's the mainstream media, but the FISA uh, court in which um, agencies must go through to get, um, to submit uh, a person or an organization for wiretapping, surveillance. Well, what happened was they are realizing that um, a lot of Americans have been illegally surveilled without little, um, basically the FISA court is now under investigation by the DOJ for privacy abuses per the uh, Attorney General Jeff Sessions. Uh, it is reported that 98% of all FISA warrants, you know, they submit a warrant to the FISA court, 
or was submitted by the DOJ, and the FBI are likely approved without even being reviewed. They just, it's like a rubber stamp. And this is supposed to be this, uh, well, I can ask questions. I think the FISA is like this highly secretive kind of court to do this. And this idea that they would just, at face value, approve. Now, also on uh, social media, um, there was actually a woman that uh, stated that she contacted President Trump last week stating that she has concerns that uh, she's unable to get appropriate responses about potential bogus investigations and watch lists and received a letter. She received a letter that her concern would be reviewed. She also sent an email today stating that some Americans find it unacceptable, unacceptable that Jeff Sessions did not request that the investigation be done by prosecutors and that he should be fired. I don't know all of this, but I do recall several weeks ago, I played a video from YouTube by Budgie Wood in which he stated on several videos that he feels strongly that the FISA warrant is the targeted individual program. And just yesterday, Butchie Wood's entire YouTube has been closed. I don't know if you guys have also heard that they are going through a lot of truthers or natural news is one of them. They were getting some heavy censorship. Perhaps we've had it, you know, even before we were targeted. I don't know. But it's starting to come out. And again, that's not reported yet on mainstream news uh, for reasons, you know, I guess we all are aware of why they don't really tell us much. And um, I can't stress enough for whitehouse.gov, and the reason I'm giving that out, and I'll write it really quick in the web, if you just go to whitehouse.gov, everyone, it's all listed right on the first page, how to contact President Trump via email, Twitter, phone, switchboard, snail mail, yes, the old-fashioned letter. I'm going to do both, hard letter as well as email. A one-page, I think we can all knock that out and have it sent before Saturday, literally by the 3rd of March. Okay. I will keep stressing that on any and all the calls. Every little bit helps, but if they're already opening it up in investigation, I want my sister and my name on that. We are victims of this FISA abuse because without a doubt, they are surveilling us. And I think it's a little bit more, even more than the criminal gangs that are after us. I believe they're in cahoots with rogue governments. Somebody has access to get this approved. I feel strongly about it. Just too much surveillance. At this time, does anyone have any questions or comments about this? We're going to keep hitting that. Um, I know the calls and stuff uh, started earlier. Again, with my calls, I try um, my best to continue with activism, everyone, and banding together and fight the fight. It's, we're all tortured. Um, various personalities may clash. We'll try to get along, as I've always stressed, especially entering this year. I know I, too, can struggle at times, but um, 
you know, with biovirus departure, it's one of the few things you always try to tell me is do our best to try to get along. And if we can't get along, just leave each other alone. You know what I mean? Uh, there are going to be calls that you're going to, you know, have an affinity with. And there's calls that you just won't. Moderators aren't leaders or anybody particularly that uh, special that way. They, you just, people are people, everyone. And there are people you're just simply going to click with and people that you're not. And I think my only uh, stance of support sometimes if there's personalities I don't think I vibe with is just simply to just stay in my own lane. Um, I do not lie that I am interested in overall support and hear, you know, one, two, three, four hours of what I'm really going through. I really, I am not a coddler. I don't think I ever was. I'm not a, I'm not a coddler. And it gets a little bit too obsessive about boo-boo. My brain has moved. I've been targeted a little over four years. I've moved. And a lot of us that are listening to this call right now, we've moved. And there's nothing to be ashamed about that. There is absolutely too much. And you know what? When you really are a part of the real resistance of exposing this program, you simply have no energy or time for all the pettiness. You really don't. Um, I would, uh, I at times want to be positive, but I would like to see the whole community upgrade itself uh, philosophically and spiritually and intellectually because our foes that we fight are legioned. They're organized. They take care of one another. You bet. Protect one another. Yes. Spiritually united. Oh, yes. In their dark matters. Very much. And I cannot sit in this chair right now and with all confidence say that our community has met its match. You know what I mean? When I mean that, I cannot lie and say that the targeted individual community is a force to be reckoned with. We are wavering on all accounts. And by that, I'm truly saddened. But um, it's getting late in the day. And if we could just uh, focus, use more of our critical thinking skills and um, place those emotions, uh, file them appropriately at a time, that would be, you know, for calls for that, just addressing that. Uh, I see too quickly that uh, support and um, activism just really balance on the seesaw. I think all calls should be generated for support and then all for activism. It's hard to feel and think concurrently. It's kind of a mass confusion. So what we're going to start on right now is February 28th, May 28th, a very short month. We're going to commence a celebration and acknowledgement of Black History Month. African Americans have made tremendous contributions to this country. And uh, one aspect I'd like to cover is only about a 10-minute tape, so relax. It is about Reconstruction, Black Code. And the reason I wanted to bring this out, most of us even from uh, 
American history, junior high or high school, some college. We will, most of our history books will cover the Reconstruction period, but very few will really break down all the politics and backroom deals of how all of those perks that the new freed slaves were given were completely rescinded and how they even did it. So it's, uh, it was like an Indian giver. Well, I'm not going to say Indian giver, but it was, you know, what, you, what the country <laughs> did, they ended up taking back. And backward in a lot of, uh, it put the slaves, uh, for new freed slaves in another type of slavery called sharecropping. So it wasn't really a good deal at all that it only lasted. But during Reconstruction, uh, freed slaves prospered uh, tremendously. And there could be a lot of philosophies of why this was rescinded. Uh, many felt that the South was trying to rebuild, it was agricultural, and simply white males returning uh, from battle of the Civil War, a lot of them, uh, spirit was broken, morphine addicts, and they simply could not pull it together. So many feel it was a path in order for Band-Aid for him to feel, you know, uh, in control. But anyway, let's listen and let's learn, okay? Southern legal system became an instrument of intimidation. Louisiana, Texas, South Carolina, Mississippi, and Florida passed laws that virtually prohibited freedmen from any work except as field hands. The laws were called Black Codes. The aim was slavery without the chain. Black Codes were laws passed to control and restrict and constrain the lives of the freed people, essentially rendering them bondsmen again under laws. Some states made it illegal for freedmen to handle weapons and restricted them from buying or renting land. Black children could be seized from poor families and forced to work in the field. If a black man had no job, he could be jailed and auctioned to a planter for his labor. They make a travesty of the freedom that African Americans have acquired. They are so far from any notion of fairness or freedom that even Northerners who are not egalitarian say these laws are unacceptable. And so Northern Republicans are faced with a dilemma. They don't want to have a big fight with the president. But to accept the idea that Johnson's policy is a success and accept the black codes, they feel means giving up the victory in the Civil War. Louisiana's black veterans, one freedman offered this advice. I would say to every colored soldier, bring your gun home. In December 1865, the 39th Congress, the first since the end of the Civil War, convened in Washington. 
to take their seat. Three, four generals, four colonels, and six Confederate cabinet officers. Even Alexander H. Stevens, the former vice president of the Confederacy, expecting, as one observer put it, to govern the country he had been trying to destroy. If the South is going to rise again, so to speak, control its own political rights, control the free people, indeed, if ex-Confederates themselves are going to be allowed back into leadership at the national level, then to so many white Northerns it seemed like the war would have been fought in vain. On the opening day, the clerk of the House refused to announce the names of the Southern delegates in his roll call. The former Confederates were denied their elected seats and sent packing. The fight for control of Reconstruction had begun. In many ways, Congress was a poisoned atmosphere in the debates over the Reconstruction Congress. Raw war memories being played out. There were visceral hatreds being played out on the floor of Congress between Republicans and Democrats. Debates are between men who have experienced this war, who have fought this war. They are fighting literally about the meaning of that conflict they have just fought. Northern Democrats sided with Johnson and railed against Republicans across the aisle. Washington must get out of the way they insisted and let Southerners run their own affairs. The Democrats always identified themselves as a party of the white man. They very explicitly said, we are here to protect the rights of white men north and south. And how do we do that? We hold the union together. For that reason, the Democrats saw themselves as trying to put North and South together as quickly as possible during the Civil War, and as soon as it's over, trying to knit North and South together at the expense of black men. At one point in the debate, Thaddeus Stevens stood up and answering his Democratic colleagues, says, do not, I pray, admit those who have slaughtered half a million of our countrymen until their clothes are dry, until they are reclaimed. I do not wish to sit side by side with men whose garments smell of the blood of my kindred. It was Stephen's way of saying, we're going to keep the South out of the Union as long as we can, and we're not going to allow anybody back in who was responsible for making the war. A Congressional Committee on Reconstruction concluded that Southern governments were unable to keep law and order or stem violence against African Americans. Allowing Southern states unchecked power so soon after the war was met Moderate Republicans had hoped to persuade Johnson to provide minimal protection for blacks in the South. Now, even they were growing impatient for the president's policy. In March 1866, both houses of Congress passed a landmark civil rights bill that protected the rights of American citizens without regard to race. 
Republicans warned Johnson not to veto the bill if he hoped for any continued cooperation with Congress. Two weeks later, Johnson vetoed the Civil Rights Bill. Johnson is opposed to the granting of those types of protections to black people. This had not been done for the white immigrants who had come to America. Why then are you doing it for these black people? Moderate Republicans were outraged. Johnson was stubborn, self-righteous, rigid in thinking. He was really the worst person possible to become president accidentally at a time when flexibility, vision, and creative leadership were really what was required. Moderate Republicans forced into the radical camp because they had to oppose Andrew Johnson. Johnson's plan of reconstruction was so lean, in utter contempt of black liberty, that was simply unacceptable. A united Republican Party overrode Johnson's veto. America had its first Civil Rights Act. But many in Congress argued that the act was not enough, that safeguards of civil rights required changes to the Constitution itself. And Republican leaders proposed a new amendment. The 14th Amendment becomes the crux of the political battle in 1866. And basically, what they put into the Constitution is a new definition of American nationality and citizenship making African-Americans for the first time full citizens of the United States. This is the origin of the concept of civil rights in American society, rights which obtain to you as a citizen which cannot be rescinded because of your race. This is a titanic debate about just what the authority of the federal government is going to be. There were plenty of Americans who argued the federal government had no right to declare black people citizens. The Democrats are constantly putting forward racist arguments. You are eradicating a line between black and white which has existed forever. To Republicans, What's at stake here really is the definition of freedom. If a person can be discriminated against in every walk of life because of their race, has slavery really been abolished? Congress overwhelmingly passed the 14th Amendment, but it had to be ratified by three-fourths of the state. The president announced and accused the Republicans of treason. Johnson is opposed to an expansion of federal power. For him, constitutional authority resides at the state level, not at the national level. And Johnson believes that the Republicans are engaged in an enormous usurpation of state authority. The lines were drawn.
any type of lawsuit that's a more of a long range, but I do hope they're working on other short range activism projects for us to do. I think this is the year for the PI to rise and uh, all of us get up and fight and do the very best we can. Uh, try to have community with one another, as we mentioned earlier, and I know it's very hard to get along. And I know that there is a lot of social engineering going on with the cause. I do understand that. Um, but all of us, there's no leader or no one's really above us. And I can't stress it enough. Uh, I think most of the moderators, if they, keep, if they mean what they say, they say if you have suggestions and stuff, if there's information and knowledge that you gain and you simply want to grow, I don't think there's anything wrong when bringing that to their attention. Hey, I really want to see this call kind of, you know, elevate my mind a little bit more. There's something wrong. In fact, I know I, I'm stagnated when I can't think or grow. And this program really just wants to stuck and, you know, feeling bad about ourselves all the time, which is not constructive. It's not healthy. And more importantly, we're human beings. It's not even normal to feel bad 24-7, year in and year out. That's really, you know, the human spirit longs. It just can't feel that bad all the time. But it's a horrible program. At that time, does anyone have any questions or comments? We're going to have a shorter uh, call tonight. I um I um something came up with my sister that I want to handle, so I won't really be on very long tonight. But just that we'll do the human stain letter. I will try my best starting tomorrow to look for speaker Saturday night. And um anyone have any questions or comments? or announcements we'd like to bring up. This is your call, too. And without power and being marginalized, we need to blend our ethnicities, backgrounds, and cultures together. Because we are marginalized, and we are going to have to attack this in a very different level. It's... Uh, that many of us, by our backgrounds, have never had to encounter before. It's best to air these things out so they don't become future obstacles. I'd like to bring in, as we continue to go into the year of 2018, about um, with the marginal clicks, there's heavy, depending on one's culture and ethnicity, there's heavy race issues that a lot of targets have to endure based on their race or ethnicity, and I think those things need to be addressed as well and outed. This program is anti-whatever your race is. It's anti-woman. It's probably anti-man, anti-straight, gay, kid, probably puppy. It hates everything. And depending on what you are, it will direct that to you. And um, I believe these issues need to be addressed. No more, well, not on my call, are we just going to ignore and act like everything's hunky-dory because that's really not. We feel better when we address things honestly, then we can grow, talk it out, figure it out, and then cope with it. Because the name of the game is survival slash I'm going to have a life anyway. You know what I mean? Survival slash I'm going to live and breathe anyway. We're here 
uh, they so-called want our death, my attitude is I'm not relinquishing it. If you want my death, you're going to have to just, you know, skippy take it. That's where I am. So if it's going to be slow kill, let's, you know, let's move on with it. So at this time, is there any other questions or comments? We're going to... And that's the FISA court. And White House is just literally whitehouse.gov, everyone. We're literally on that, literally on that first page. You can um, get every number, fax, Twitter, email, snail mail address. And uh, we can go over that. They are being investigated. Um, how many of you, you know, I have questions tonight. How many of you have uh, read about the FISA memo? Well, as you guys probably know, the Democratic Party had a dossier at the time on Trump before he was run, while he was running for president and his campaign. And through this, they guess for this false dossier about him, they got a warrant approved that basically had to get, uh, let me get this right, had to get re-approved every 90 days. But they were able to uh, surveillance President Trump and his campaign staff, you know, listening to their phone calls and everything like that, bugs. Um, I feel strongly that we have um, video cameras where we live or in our car. It's this secret court, the main, you know, grand kahuna that is the power that okayed this. Because it's, it's government, rogue government is definitely involved, but also organized crime, you know. Anybody that's on the take is involved, you know. There's a lot of players in there. Yes, I heard Cindy earlier, universities, of course, yes. But there's so much rackets going over, so I think it's a little bit more than experimentation. And a lot of fraud. So. Does anyone else have any questions or comments? We're going to go ahead and attend okay, a short meeting tonight. I want all of you, if you get time, you never know, in the library or you can read YouTube. They're faster that way. Um, I brought it out just that little bit because I really want you guys, uh, when you're free time, to look in. It's a, long, a little bit longer process with the Civil War, the Reconstruction. Basically, uh, what was first uh, actually the four, after the 14th Amendment um, freedom and trying to, again, to um, join the Union and acknowledge this. And it's uh, a lot of those protections and laws that were enacted were actually rescinded. By, um, I believe it was President Hayes and things turned. Again, my history was censored and a lot of things I'm really finding out uh, now. And check out the FCC about this, again, censorship of the web, guys. Um, I didn't have the internet or grow up with it. I was a kid of the 70s, but I was so very, I think it's going to be the worst decision as Americans if we don't, you know, about this net neutrality, absolutely. We are living in days of their covertly taking our rights away. And yet, 
by our being targets, we should sort of see this beforehand. I don't know what it's going to take for the masses to wake up. Um, many suspect in the chemtrails, they are also dousing us with lithium, and that tends to make uh, everyone, you know, kind of very slow and very um, controllable. So, for everyone with that, if anyone doesn't have any comments to talk, I want to thank you for coming tonight. Sorry, we're having a shorter call. And we'll be back on Saturday, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, we'll just keep moving and growing and expanding all the way around and targeting to endure this. We have a lot, again, a lot of support calls, and I'm not uh, insulting them because if you need support, you just need support, you know. It's, it's comfort in numbers, okay, fellowship in numbers, yes, it is. Yeah. But again, um, we all have to, you know, treat one another and be treated with respect. Respect is a two-way street. Okay. And I know that's hard sometimes. I'm very, it saddens me that we can be sort of clicky. I, uh, perhaps again, it's the lithium or, or mind control. I don't know what it is sometimes, but it's uh, the clicks or, you know, high school or whatever. Um, people feel safety in that. It saddens me because I, I worry with clicks, the next thing may be some type of bullying or ostracizing, you know what I'm saying? And that's a really too reminiscent of high school years, and I'm totally past all of that. So with that, keep the faith, and um, we're going to go ahead and end the call, and I'll be back on Saturday, better than ever. Good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.